The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Knew and Review, a podcast from the Galactic Network. So tell me, season 10, episode 2, smile. Did it make you smile? Well, I'll give you some of my thoughts on smile. You see, um, this is the second story written by Frank Cottrell Boyce. He was uh, previously behind series 8's The Forest of the Night. And straight away, bang, it starts straight after the pilot, which is a little bit unusual for Doctor Who. Um, but it looks like by the end of the pilot, bang, that is when the next one, uh, episode three starts. So maybe this is a thing that they are doing. I'd be quite excited by that. The one thing that stands out is Pearl Mackey's bill. She is a breath of fresh air. The interaction between her and Peter, it's, well, different. It's relaxed. I mean, is it, is it the pacing? It just seems seems like she's speaking English in a more natural way. I quite like it. Of course, this time round, Bill gets um, the offer. Where do you want to go? Let's go do something. And naturally, she goes to the future. And why not? I mean, where would you go? I'd go to the future. And then we land thousands of years ahead. Loads of light years at a colony for humans. The ones that have abandoned Earth. More on that later. Trouble is, with this colony of for humans, is that, well, it doesn't seem to have any. The fate of the humans, or more to the point, the reason for them not being there, it's not the trickiest puzzle. It, you see it in the opening little bit. You know, little robots disintegrating people. But as the program goes on, you have to look and go, well, fertiliser, eh? I don't think I'll be buying any, uh, any of that. Now, at the moment, we're getting the hint that this is a self-contained adventure, but is it? I don't, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it mentions the vault again. What is the vault? No Nardole this week, well, just a little bit. He gets a little bit bossy with the Doctor. I guess that's what he's there for. But that's about it. Now, there's a nod to many different sci-fis here. And I was quite pleased with them. You probably caught the ones that I did. Let's see. Because when watching Smile, you see you... There was, there was a hint of um, a Michael Crichton book, Swarm. Um made me want to read that novel again get it out from the library go and visit your library the doctor would love it if you went to visit your library all those books all the time to read put down your podcast no don't no no don't put down your podcast after you've listened to this put down your podcast and go and get a book anyway i'm digressing we um we had the emoji robots and they're like like the sort of short little robots that I suppose, you know, sort of almost forbidden planetish. 
the idyllic world. Ah, the idyllic world. All those fields of wheat and the gleaming, gleaming structure. Well, a little bit Paradise Towers, wasn't it? You know, the whole be happy. I'm happy, 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 happy. Please don't kill me, Margaret Thatcher alike. Except there's no Margaret Thatcher alike in here. And, I mean, are we to believe there's a hint of Soylent Green? I mean, you know, I know Soylent Green is people! But in here, the plants were fed on people. It's sort of the same thing. So it's, it ticks quite a few sci-fi boxes. I really quite enjoyed this episode. I mean, I should probably do the synopsis first, shouldn't I? You know what it goes like now. I'll give you the synopsis, the good bits, the bad bits, the who, most universal bit. You know, and anything else that I can think of. But I'm sort of doing the anything else I can think of bit before. It's a bit, it's a bit confused. Maybe if you could rearrange this into the correct order, that would be very helpful. So anyway, in the far future, at the edge of the galaxy, there is a gleaming perfect city. This brand new human settlement is said to hold the secret of human happiness. But the only smiles the Doctor and Bill can find are on a pile of grinning skulls. Something is alive in the walls and the emoji bots are watching from the shadows as the Doctor and Bill try to unravel a terrifying mystery. That sounds about right, yeah. So the good bits. Um, there's, To be honest, there are so many good bits in this. It's kind of feels a bit awkward just to pick one out. But if I was going to pick one out, it's the mention of Scotland and how there are many Scotlands in space all landing on planets and then striving for independence. It's a little bit tongue-in-cheek about what's going on in the UK at the moment, but hey, I kind of like that. It shows that Doctor Who is nothing but current. The bad bit. And this is the only bit for me that lets it down. And that is resetting the Vardy, turning them off and back on again, and uh, resetting their programming. That made me a little bit mad. You know, but hey, they haven't got time to, uh, you know, debug the code, I suppose. I mean, if he'd have said, how did you do it, Doctor? I, I debugged the code. I'd be like, yes, debugging the code, that is absolutely fine. Well, I suppose not everyone's a techie bit. So, the Hooniversal bit. Well, I think it's all the nods to old episodes. Ark in Space, Beast Below, Happiness Patrol. Um, you know, so many. So many little nods and winks and waves. I kind of really appreciated that. So, what is the rating for this episode, Daryl? Well, this is another four and a half out of five TARDIS. I know. So far, so good. If all of the episodes line up as good as this one, then I will be a happy Who Knew and Reviewer. Hauntings, sky sounds, parallel universes, monster sightings, the New World Order, ghost ships, urban legends, mysterious radio broadcasts, and secret government facilities are just a few things we've talked about on Weird World Weekly. Listen to find out what's next. 
Go to gncasts.com slash weird to listen. Find out more and subscribe to the podcast that discusses the paranormal, mythological, conspiratorial, unexplained, or anything else we think is a little strange and out of the ordinary. Also, Matt's continuing search for turkey recipes. It's all on Weird World Weekly, part of the Galactic Netcast network of shows, also available wherever you listen to podcasts. Many thanks for downloading this podcast from the Galactic Network. We have so much to offer. Maybe it's horror or adventure gaming. Perhaps you just like to listen to a couple of nerds geeking out. Well, if that's the case, then visit gncasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. And have a good poke around. You'll be surprised what you find. Maybe you'd like to chat to the hosts. If so, then why not sign up to our Slack channel? Or simply you want to tell us what a great job we're doing. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. So let's do the news! As ever, because we are in the series, the news is very... Yeah, hit and miss. But still, there are four stories that I have selected. And let me give them a little readout to you. A rising star, Sasha Darwin, has oft been mentioned as a contender for the next Doctor Who. But a new job with the BBC might put a dampener on fans' hopes. The Marvel's Iron Fist star has signed up to lead BBC Two's The Boy with the Top Knot, an adaption of Sultanam Sangera's bittersweet memoir about growing up in Wolverhampton's Indian community. So it looks like he won't be the Doctor. Now, if you've seen any of the promos, any of the trailers, any of the pictures that I've posted, you probably suspect the same as me. Suspected it's true that, you know, we've now got suspicions confirmed. The return of the original model Cyberman to Doctor Who was a gift to the show's departing lead, Peter Capaldi, who always named them as his favourite monster. He said, I'm always a great fan of the Mondasian Cybermen. I think we'd be able to render them in a very terrifying way with modern technology, and not, as Stephen Moffat says, with a balaclava. Well, in his final series, Peter's getting his wish, courtesy of the Moffat. I'm looking forward to the Mondasian Cybermen. They are so creepy, because you can tell they're human. They're just, if you don't know them, Google them. Look look them up. The way they sound, the way they look. Ah, change! Change, my dear, and not a moment too soon. Change is there. Change is all around us. Things must change and adapt, otherwise, well, we'd never get anything new. And a change of sorts will be happening very soon in the world of Doctor Who as the Twelfth Doctor, Peter Capaldi, begins his final series of the adventures before the inevitable occurs and change eclipses him once more. Still, this isn't the place for such discussions. However, it does show a point brought up in the release Change Adaption Evolution. And that is the topic of discussion in today's story. A story involving a manipulated genius, a lost crew, a maniacal warmonger and a talking monkey. Well, it's going to be interesting to say the least. What the heck am I on about? Well, Big Finish, of course. 
Deathras has been described as an excellent and bonkers sci-fi romp starring Tom Baker. If you're not familiar with any of the audio dramas by Big Finish, they're always good. Even the bad ones are fantastic. But you put the gravitas of Tom Baker's voice into it and ooh, it's just like candy. It's beautiful. It's lovely. Heartily recommend it. Some, some libraries hire out CDs. I know, crazy, right? You might be able to get a loan of this. If not, pop over to Big Finish. We haven't got a promo code or anything like that. I just think everyone should listen to Doctor Who. Ah, <sighs> 2017. If you want to know the latest rumblings concerning the 2017 Doctor Who Christmas special, well, guess what, guys? You've come to the right place. Massive, massive rumours are all online. And I suppose it'd be quite remiss of me not to pass it on. The newspaper The Mirror is reporting that David Bradley will portray William Hartnell's first Doctor in the 2017 Christmas special. Sort of reprising his role from the 2013 making of drama, an adventure in time and space. In the plot, the first Doctor has to help the Twelfth play out his last mission in the TARDIS. The pair must work together to save their home planet Gallifrey by moving it to another dimension. Now when I first saw this item of news, I was like, as much as I want Peter to do a, a multi-Doctor story, I mean, can you go back and rewrite And then I remembered from the, uh, from the special, all 13 and you've got the eyes you've got the intense eyes of capaldi and then i thought well someone's going to have told you know the doctor what to do when to do it and surely that would be the oldest one and then i thought well that the, the docudrama adventures of time and space was absolutely fantastic and he played Bill Hartnell incredibly well and then I was talking to a workmate and we were talking about it and then I realised I was rambling and ranting and going this has got to be one of the most awesome things I want it to be true I hope it's true because if it is that means Christmas is going to be extra extra special without further ado it's time for the A to Z And the A to Z. Now, as you know, Doctor Who doesn't always take itself particularly serious. And as you know, sometimes they include silly things. And sometimes they try and be a bit clever and reference, I suppose, the here and now, the what's gone on, the today's news, not yesterday's fish wrappings. And that's what happened with these monsters. And I'm going to include them together. And that's Trin E and Zuzana. Ah, oh, you probably remember these from the Satellite 5 game station. Yeah. Zuzana was one of the robot hosts of the uh, 2001st. 2001st, that seems wrong. In the 20,000, the 200,001st. In the futures version of what not to wear on the game station satellite. The other was Trin E, 
After attempting to find the right clothes for Captain Jack Harkness, they tried to remove his head. Zuzana could replace her arms with surgical devices, including a pair of scissors and a saw. Unfortunately for them, Jack was armed with a compact laser deluxe, hidden somewhere you don't want to know. Even though they'd removed his clothing, and uh, thus any hidden pockets in the clothing with their defabricator, he blasted their heads off. Honestly, some of the most ill-conceived, stupid, stupid things ever on the new series of Doctor Who. Thank goodness we don't do that again. Anyway, that's all for this week. It's been an absolute pleasure reading out the news and giving you my reviews. If you want to contact me, WNAR underscore podcast, email me, tardis at gncasts.com. Leave me a voicemail. All the details are on gncasts.com. Or, if you live next door, you could just shout really loud! I'll see you all next week. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to gncast.com. That's gncast.com.